you by Relentless MMA and Fitness. Relentless MMA and Fitness at 2118 Highway 45 in Columbus, Mississippi takes on the best martial arts training in Columbus today. Proudly training people of all ages and abilities. At Relentless, the goal is to provide the Golden Triangle with quality martial arts in a safe, family-friendly fashion to see mixed martial arts grow, teaching self-defense, fitness, and training to athletes of all calibers. At Relentless, we strive to be the best mixed martial arts gym by working to provide the best coaches and instructors curriculum and offer a clean, safe, fun environment for you and your family to learn. Plus, there's something for all ages and experience levels. Come see us today at Relentless MMA and Fitness, 2118 Highway 45, Columbus, Mississippi. Or call today for more information, 662-259-8005. That's 662-259-8005 for Relentless MMA and Fitness. We sound dumb as hell. Not knowing exactly where the Loch Ness monster is. I mean, might as well be in some lake around here. It's bullshit. There's yeah. No way. But no, it is in Scotland. Uh, yeah, they. Um, I don't, let me let me look up and see what the name of the lake is that they live in. Um, I mean, it honestly kind of is like a, like a guy's hand sticking up out of the water to me. You know, I think the first th- photograph came out in '34. Like a super grainy photo. Yeah, yeah. and Loch Ness, Scottish Highlands. Um, let me see it. The, the photo, the first photo, is that one right there? That's it? Yeah. Oh, that's a swimming brontosaurus, dude. It's like a f- Maybe. Or a brachiosaurus or something. Bra- I, so, it looks like a goose from far away to me. <laughs> Just sitting in the it water. It does kind of look like a goose, actually. Um, <laughs> Maybe it was. That's probably what it probably was. Yeah. It may have been. That's stupid. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. It's already four, though. You consider the source in 1934. Yeah, and then at that time, too, like, they, like, we are, like, ingrained skeptics because we live in an era that we can't believe anything anymore no if it's not at my front door i don't really i don't, I don't believe i don't believe videos i don't believe pictures i don't like if i don't see it with my own two eyes that shit didn't happen i'm not jumping on the i'm not jumping on any bandwagon to crucify anybody or believe anything until i see it for myself because i've just believed a lot of shit that turned out to be bullshit and you can change anything and in 34 that wasn't the case so people see that shit and they're just kind of like they, was a they read something and it's like it's like, oh my God, yeah. this is probably real. This yeah. is probably real shit. Oh yeah. But now we read shit and we're just kind of like, well, we're so ingrained now. Like the news reported something in 34 and it was like, oh my God, there is a monster living in the lake. And it wasn't even that far-fetched for them. You know what I mean? Because they, yeah. like, they, yeah. don't, they don't know. You know, as simple as people though. You can't even meet a person. Like if you meet a person online, they probably won't even look the same. Right. As, you know what I mean? I mean, but no. we live in an era we can't so, believe there's shit. There's no problem no. to it. They're not going to look the same. I'm just saying, uh, us four, we look the same. Yeah, as I feel like you I look I mean? the same as I do online. I'm Pretty just fun. saying, but I mean, yeah, you got yeah. the, but, you got but the a lot of people photoshoppers don't. and the yeah, a lot of people don't shopping for catfishes, dog, new booties no, it's all, and it's everything. All filters it's too. All ridiculous. Yeah, it's a weird time to be alive. And so, and so, like, and like we don't believe our news. We can't believe shit we see on the internet. We can't believe things we see anywhere. We can't believe anything. No, like we can't believe anything. So then, but like, but at that time they could and so like that's why it caught traction but now we're like we're like we're taught to be skeptics and I, I was taught to be a skeptic because I had a first cousin that was just super full of shit growing up <laughs> and I was the youngest and I grew up believing a lot of the shit and then I got older and I was like oh that was all bullshit yeah everything you said was bullshit oh I didn't know that and so then I was just like oh so everybody's full of shit because everybody like I looked up to him a lot and then get a little older and I'm just like oh shit so everybody's full. that's why I'm like super skeptical of everything now that's one reason I just say stuff most of the time because you're just full of shit no because 
maybe you believe it. Who cares? <laughs> I believe that that's exactly you know why I mean? you just say it's stuff like, a lot of the time. I just say stuff a lot of times. I just say stuff. I one hundred. I mean, like kill, like you should kill the president. Yeah, just stuff. Yeah, just spewing just ridiculous. Somebody's gonna be like, well, "God damn, I should do that." You're like, no, that's a terrible idea. But <laughs> don't ever listen to me. Tyler said it. So do it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I feel like You're yeah. dumb enough to believe anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I feel so unqualified to give people advice on stuff like no, on stuff like I that. I don't give people advice. I do. I give unsolicited advice sometimes. I've tried to stop doing that. <laughs> like I, I've, I've like had to teach myself to stop giving unsolicited advice because I love giving people advice on shit. I just like I'm like a teacher. Like I just want to teach people shit. Want to tell people. I just want to tell. Pe- yeah, but that's not. People don't appreciate that usually. I mean, if somebody's fixing to like shove their fist into a fire ant mound, I'd be like, that's probably not a good idea. But. It depends on how good of friends I'm at. I am with them now. Yeah, let's do it. Oh yeah. If I'm if I'm good friends with them, I'm going to encourage them to do it. And if I'm not, I'm probably well, still going to encourage them to do it. If it's good friends, I'm going to be like, no balls to do it. Right. Exactly. No balls. You're not. And if they're it. not, I'm probably just going to keep my mouth shut. Yeah. I'm just going to watch them do it and record it on my phone. <laughs> no balls to shove if you. If your friend knows you, he should know better, though, right? I feel like they should. I think good friends have responsibilities to each other, and I think one of those responsibilities, number one, is to call them out on their silly shit. Number as a friend, yeah. you have oh, to yeah. be. You have to you have to call your friend out on their bullshit, okay. Oh, yeah. And secondly, is to try to pressure them into doing really stupid shit so they learn from it. A lot of the best lessons I learned was from shit that my friends pressured me into doing, and then I got hurt, or, or like my older cousins and brother and shit, and then I get hurt really bad or whatever, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, so don't listen to anything they say. Got it. Which is because I was the youngest. Like I was saying, I had a cousin that was really full of shit, and then I spent a lot of my time growing up getting talked into doing really crazy shit because I was the youngest and I was trying to impress them all the time. And so, like... I can relate. Yeah, you know? And so, like, you just do this ridiculous stuff and you get hurt and then you learn. And then I think a lot of times that people that just really don't, they do ridiculous stuff, like just ridiculous shit all the time, and they say ridiculously stupid shit, okay? Like a lot of politicians or a lot of, you know, like... And they say things and you're just like, oh, you don't have any good friends. That's the problem. There's a lot of Americans now that don't have good friends because all their friends are online. They don't have any good friends. Because a good friend, when you say something absolutely ridiculous, when you say something just so out of the way stupid, right? No matter if it's politically or, you know, personally or whatever, Right, because people just love to say ridiculously stupid things now. Like, oh, oh yeah. we should fire Gina Carano because she said you shouldn't hate people for the political opinions. Okay, whoever first said that should have had a good friend and be like, oh, wait, hey, no, bro, that's stupid. That's a stupid idea that you just had. You shouldn't do that. Right, but they didn't have any good friends. Or when people just, you know, just say stuff. Yeah. And that's your job as a friend. Just like when I believe if you got a homeboy, me and Mo had this conversation, he caught some of it on camera. And he's looking like a ragamuffin. If that motherfucker <laughs> looks like he should be a playing a part on Fraggle Rock, you should be like, hey, bro, you look, who the fuck's phone keeps going? Is that mine? No, it ain't mine. Whose phone keeps going off? <laughs> Tyler, is that your phone? No, I don't think so. Let's it's all double check and put, make sure our phones are on silent. Yeah, mine's on silent. Um, who's what? Is it your Tyler? Unless I hit it. Uh, maybe I did. Hit Damn, it. I hit it twice. My bad. My bad. My but bad. when you have when you have a homeboy, it's back. okay, it's back. Okay, uh, back on loud. No, <laughs> when you have a homeboy that looks like uh, a before picture from like a, a Hollywood like like 
Cinderella story, like makeover movie, like you got to step in and be like, hey, bro, you look like uh, Oscar the Grouch. You look like you live in a trash can. You need to go take a bath. You stink. You smell like shit. Your hair looks like shit. Your clothes look like shit. Whatever. Like you got to tell them. It's not a comfortable conversation to have with your homeboys, but when you're a good friend, you got to have that conversation, bro. It's tough love, man. You got to have that conversation with your homies. And if you don't have homies that are having these conversations with you, you don't have good homies. You don't have good friends. And a lot of people don't. A lot of people just don't have good friends. They don't. Yep. You're not wrong. It's true. You see, like, even celebrities going out looking like that shit now. Right. Who the fuck told, uh, like, Cam Newton to wear some of the crazy (laughs) shit? That's my thought exactly. He wore. Well, look, people Dude, don't, you're people wearing have, a suit with like skin tight shorts. All of them. All of them look homeless in Hollywood. Yeah. Homeless Hollywood. That's well, what that's I call it now. Like having close friends is we're in the age of technology. Right. Nobody has so close friends not, anymore. So there's not personal communication. Yeah. Like we're sitting in here, we, we rag on you. Like when the right. camera's not rolling and the, and the microphones aren't going. I talk so much shit we're to you guys. We're talking so much shit to each I other. I talk a little shit on here, but I talk so much Maybe more shit. Maybe they're scared they're going to get but friend fired. Yeah. Well, most people come up these canceled. days are friends. Yeah, you're going to get canceled. I'm not I'm your friend anymore, you piece of shit. I'm going to text me, you, don't wear like that. Dog you know? ass. And I'm going to text you, do this next time, you know? I'm just going to stop it. Instead of somebody yeah. coming at you and saying, hey, I'm not going to be your friend anymore. Wash your damn clothes, cuz. Right. Oh, shave that beard or, you know. Hey, man, you better fucking tread lightly. No, I'm just, it's, I'm an example. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> Tyler over here with this the exa- fucking his examples. Fungus right, growing out of his face. Looking good, bro. It, I like it. It does. It's I looking like it. a little thicker. Are you doing, like are you doing something? Yeah, I'm using some stuff. It's okay. because we're supposed it to have a fucking day I'm after tomorrow and smoke shave. I just let it grow and shave it again. Yeah, man. What'd you say, I know Wesley? Shit. He's letting it grow out because we're supposed to have a day after tomorrow type event Monday. It's what, you know, what's happening Monday? It's fucking gonna get like 12 degrees. Oh, yeah, it is gonna be cold We're in Mississippi. We don't handle that bullshit. No, we don't. I handle it fine. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you like it when it's cold like that? I don't like it, but I handle it fine. I fucking I grew up with it. Weather. I grew I up with it, man. Yeah, that is true. You grew up in a colder climate. It don't bother me. I don't love it. No, I don't want to go out I didn't, and drive. I didn't like it when I had to work in it. No, that's ass, but I work inside now, so I don't okay. care. Okay. Yeah, I do too. I work. I mean, I basically work a desk job. I work yeah, in here. You're doing your job right now. Basically. I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. I kind of. I mean, it's not like I'm making any money doing this podcast. So, like, nobody's yeah. coming into the gym like, oh my God, I'm such a big fan of the podcast. Let me sign up, you know? Yeah. Say it, Wesley. I'll take one. Yeah, I want one. Say it, Wesley. Yes. Pull it up, dog. Pull it up. Say it, Wesley. It's only it's only the second shot of the day. We'll I mean, get there one day. And we're halfway done with the podcast. Hey, so. We're going to be there. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can keep I mean, we're kind of there. I mean, a lot of the stuff we were talking about, like being able to record the podcast and stuff, like, but da there it is. There's a I'm camera. Good. Done. Yeah, I crashed the Porsche last week. I'm straight. You know, you know, I thought you were doing a two-shot max. Yeah, I could change my mind. So you're doing a one-shot max? I figured we would have done it a little earlier. Yeah, I don't want to do it this late until the game. I thought that like maybe because we spread it out. It would help you out. Uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. Well, you keep talking, Tyler. We're going to do the shot. And this is a message by Tyler. Jake and Wes are finished with their shots. Message over. I'm not. That's message good. not over. They are still choking on their shots. <sighs> that was rough. That was a good one. Message yeah. over. The first one didn't even affect me like that, but that second one was tough. Mine wasn't bad. <sighs> All right. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you didn't seem like you took shit. No. Yeah, it was awesome. Boss. Anyway, I just think that I think that good friends are super important. And part of that like friendship connection, man, is just calling each other out. You gotta let them know. You do. You gotta have good friends. And I think a lot of people I think that the reason that a lot of people are depressed, the reason a lot of people are sad all the time, including me, the reason a lot of people are um 
you know, they're 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 just miserable or they they don't feel that like they have any connection. They feel alone. It's because they are. Sure. There's no real connection anymore. Like people don't have tribes anymore. People right, aren't connected saying. to their communities. People don't have like like dude. I remember. I'll tell you one thing that was tough for me. Okay, I came up when we were coming up, and when I was a kid in high school and right out of high school, I had my like core group of friends, right? Yeah. And we had this like we believed like. Dude, these dudes would die for me. These dudes would kill for me. These dudes got my back no matter what. And was it true? Usually not. But that was the belief system. Belief system. Like but these these friends are like my family at the right? time, maybe. And a lot of yeah, at the time, maybe. And and a lot of people, I think even kids now, they don't have that. They don't have that like that like pack mentality of just no. like these are my dudes. These are my day ones. These are the dudes I'd ride or die for. Like they got a lot of friends, but they're mostly on social media. And a they lot hang of people out only have one zero to one friend, right? Real friend. It's because yeah. there's no social interaction. Right. It's all like, hey, uh, and, and COVID is going to make this shit worse. Yeah, it's make has made that shit worse. Like I know a lot of people that only have one friend, like my age, like one friend. Well, at uh, at right. our age, that's really common because like after high school, yeah. dudes guys just don't make more friends for, with each other. Yeah. Guys, if, if you make guys them, stop making friends. Okay, but if 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 you had enough friends, they're not gone unless they die. I mean, the, but uh, or the, you, just, you just stop. Yeah, you just stop talking to each other. I mean, that's why. I yeah, come, like me and you were friends gym. still, but uh, me too. That's the reason I that's own the gym. I come here, yeah. Like me and you were friends still, but it's not like we talked. You know what I mean? We, we do talk. We do now. I'd be calling your ass. I used to call you. Yeah, but we take two years and not talk to each other. No, we did that a year one time. We've done it a couple times. Not years. We've done it. We've done it at least a year, a few times. We got photo evidence, bro. You got photo evidence of what? I mean, you being friends of not talking to each other. Nope, talking to each other. We no. talked. Nope. We took pictures together. I mean, not every year though. Ask Facebook. I will. It's on there. Okay. All right. I'm just saying that a lot of the time, <laughs> you know, I still talk to you, and I still talk to Joe, but that's the only two y'all are the only two friends that I still have from back in the day. And I thought that the dudes I was riding with were like. I thought that was my family. I that was, those were my boys, dude. Like, like we'll never not be best friends, you know, unless something crazy happens. I mean, who's missing besides Canyon? You know, me and Kyle were cool, and uh, me and Canyon were cool, and I had some other. I mean, mostly. I mean, before you came to the picture, it was me, Canyon, and Joe. That was like my. Those were my brothers. Canyon and Joe were my brothers, and then you came to the picture, and Kyle came to the picture. Kyle came to the picture, then you came to the picture. But, and I got I was cool with y'all. Um, but the, like Canyon and Joe were my brothers, and I I still see Joe, um, but I don't I, you know I don't speak to Canyon anymore, and I even tried to get him to come on the podcast. I was like, bro, you gotta come on the podcast, bro, you gotta come on the podcast. He, he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm down, but he he's not down, you know. But um, Damn. you know, it's just one of those you just Life. grow apart. Yeah, you just grow apart. Things happen. Um, the same way, I got one or two of my friends that I talked to from back in the day. Yeah, most of my adult friends now are here. Yeah. My, yeah, near the gym. Yeah. Almost all that's mine are. About, like, that's, Almost all yeah. mine are. Yep. Honestly, like um, mine too. <laughs> all of my friends are from the gym. You both don't of you come guys. to the gym. Yeah. Both of you guys. Y'all from the gym and yeah. Mo, my cousin you have, Mo. You have more friends than just us two, though. No, you do. No, no. It's funny. Yeah, I do. Like my brother and me are like super close too. I yeah. talk to my brother every day. Your little brother, Caleb. Yeah, my, yeah, every day. What? I didn't even know you had a little brother. Dude, we talked about him on Dude, the, on the podcast. Dude, you so drunk up in Did this we? Yeah, because we were talking about riding to Tampa. And he was like, so he, oh, he, he, he wrote the children's yeah. book. I didn't know that was his little brother. Yeah, that's his little brother. Yeah. Caleb. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. He's going to come someday. I'll bring him. Caleb, I do remember y'all talking gay, about bro. that. But I didn't know that was you. I didn't Is know. it? He's going to come. If my brother comes on me, it's gay? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Whatever, dude. You don't have any real family. <laughs> I have a brother. Yeah, but he don't come on you, so how That's real true. a family is he? That's true. You, yep, you're don't right. Don't be a homophobe, dude. <laughs> That's, you're right. I'm being a homophobe for not wanting dudes to come on me. Yeah. <laughs> Your brother, not just dudes. <laughs> I think I want him to come on me less than I want other dudes to come on me. What? <laughs> I don't want any. I'm just, I get it. Anyway, yeah. So, oh, man. I think, I just think that's a, that's like the, that's like the what's missing in our culture though. You know, I think that's like, I think we've gotten away because I think that humans are, are designed to be in, in packs and tribes, you know, I, I think that we're, we're meant to have like strong communities that, you know, and I just don't think we have that anymore. And I think that, I think we've just kind of come to terms with it and like we've come to believe that it's okay. Yeah. And it's not, it's not okay. That's technology, dude. It's, it, it's it, ruining it. It, it, it. I think it goes even beyond that because it's, it's actually been going on for a while. Like it kind of got to the point, I mean, even our parents' generation and their parents' generation dealt with it to some degree. And, because before that, people lived in like small towns, and like you went and went to functions and did things together. And yes, you lived with your family, and y'all worked on the farm or whatever. But you know, people got together and did things and helped each other. And you know, when you were building a barn, everybody came and helped you build your barn. Right. And then when you had something going on, everybody kind of helped you with that. And then when they needed it, you did the same thing for them. And and the community just kind of bonded through that. And now everybody's kind of got this like. Like, if it ain't for me, I'm not going to help right. mentality. People have this like, I don't know, it's just a different world. And I think it stems back a couple of generations. I think that I think that that people just got really complacent because if you look like at like after the Industrial Revolution and men started going to factories to go to work and like the community just just sort of started to break down a little bit, like things started to get globalized. And and now we have this like the Internet is a great thing. Okay, I truly believe that. Oh, most definitely. The yeah. internet is a great thing. Yeah, like, I would not be successful at what I do right now without the internet. It's a tool, though. It right? is. It's a tool, right? It's not a yeah. replacement for human interaction. No, it's a tool, right. Yeah. right? Yes. But people trying to use it as a replacement for that social interaction is A, the problem, and B, probably one of the reasons I've made as much money on it as I have, because a lot of people believe that they know me because they see me on YouTube yeah. ads and Facebook and they see me on Instagram and TikTok or whatever, and so they come in, they want to buy from because they feel like they know you me. May not be good for everybody, but it's not else. good for the community. It's not right. good for everybody, right? Yeah, I'm leveraging it, but at the same time, you, you, I, I don't think we should but get rid of the internet. Fault. No, I don't think we should get I'm rid of the internet. I'm, I don't feel bad about it. No, I'm uh, just saying. I don't think we should get rid of the internet, but I do think that people just need to understand that, dude. You've got to have that tribe. You've got to have that like that group of people, and if you don't have that. You're, you're gonna have issues. You're gonna have like mental health issues. That's why I think a lot of people now just don't know how to deal with life. And then on top of that, and I'm gonna go into this because this is the the Man Up podcast and me and uh, like Matt Jones, who who's a, a member here, we were talking about this the other day because he's military, right? And he's done several tours overseas. And, and Wes, I think, you know, I know you've been overseas and, mm-hmm. and a lot of guys come home and they get depressed when they come home. And it's like, why are more soldiers committing suicide at home than they are when they're actually overseas, right? And I think there's for a lot of different reasons, right? A lot of people say it's because, you know, the PTSD, they don't, they don't, the PTSD and they don't have access. I think it's more than that. I think it's because, dude, when you're overseas, and here's the thing, I'm not military, I'm not ex-military. So, Wes, this should really be your topic. Um, but I'm going to throw my opinion out there. And then I want you to mm-hmm. yeah, go ahead. just put your opinion out there. Okay. When you're overseas, you have a clear mission. You know what you're there to do. 
you know I got to get the back of the man next to me, and the guy next to me has got to get my back. I know that we have a clear objective, and that objective is to do our job and stay alive every day. And then you have this infinitely important feeling of connection to the men that you're there with, and you know that they need you just as much as you need them. And then you come home and you just don't know what the fuck to do anymore. You're kind of lost. Well, that's what I was going to say just a minute ago that that um, I, I 100% agree that you need like a tribe. Right. But there has to be, it has to be physical too. Like there's got to be physical interaction. Absolutely. And in today's society, there's not. Right. Like, you know, you can talk to your friends. Hey, I, I'm friends with so-and-so. I have 10 friends at school, this and that, 20 friends at school, but we play fork knife all day. Fork knife. Yeah. Oh, wow. You know? so, fork knife. Yeah, fork knife. Did you do that on purpose? <laughs> I, I, I tell my kids that all the time. Fork knife. Yeah. I think that, I think you should <laughs> say you did that. That was pretty funny. But, uh, fork knife. But like I say, when, when you're overseas in your military, I mean, you're, you're, you're elbow to elbow. Right. You know, chest to chest with guys for months on end. And even in here, like, when I see you and yeah. and Mo and all the other guys in class, like we're here, we're we're in the presence of each other. Right? There's got to be a tribe, but it's got to be physical interaction. Yeah, I think that I think that it goes beyond just physical interaction. I think that one of the things that men are missing in modern society is um, purpose. And I think that when guys come home from the military, where they had such a clear purpose, yep. they had such a clear directive, and they had such a clear like. Yes, it was stressful, but I think that like they're used to that. They're used to that purpose. Yes, it was it was intense, and yes, a lot of bad stuff happened. But you had such this clear purpose, this clear directive, and then you come home and you don't have that anymore. And yeah. I think that's something that men in general need, but especially the kind of guys that go into the military and then come out and they get home and they're just like they're at home with their families, and it's like okay, well now go find a nine to five job where you go yeah. sit in a cubicle or you go do this all day, and then you come home and you watch Wheel of Fortune and eat a dinner in front of the TV. And they just kind of go crazy a little bit. Yeah. And I think a lot of guys have that issue. Like, I'm one of those guys. Like, if I had to go home every night and sit in front of a television and eat a TV dinner or even eat a good dinner and, and just hang out, like, I would I would go crazy. I can't, I can't function that way. That's not the way men are designed to function. Men are not designed to go to work, clock in, get barked at by a boss all day long, go home, get barked at by their wife, and watch TV and go to bed like you're not that's not a life that's not a life that a man is cut out to have and when you give guys this this shell of existence that most men have now most men have this like shell and I mean all of us I think are some at some point guilty of this myself included because you, you you end up in this like rat race of what everybody told you you were supposed to do and everybody told you that this was the way and this is how you do it and and if you want to be happy or you want to be successful you could do this you follow these steps and you and you and you do it this way and then you get there and you're fucking empty And think about what guys talk about. Think about the kind of things that guys and men sit around and reminisce about. What do we talk about? We talk about the good old days. What were the good old days when we had a tribe, when we were on the football team, when we were on the baseball team, when we were in the military, when we, when we had this tribe, this pack that had our back and we had theirs and we had a clear directive, which was to win the game or win state or win homecoming. And then we, we were successful or, together or we lost together but we had this connection this mm-hmm. deep connection with other people and you you take that away from men 
in modern culture. And then now we're expected to just go and live our lives. And I'm sorry, even though if that's the way that it's been done for a thousand years, it's not the way that we're wired. We're not wired to go and work a job, get barked at by a boss all day, and then go home with no purpose, no vision, no direction, other than to go clock in for fucking $10, $15 an hour. That's bullshit. That's not the way that we're designed to live. And if if you're happy with that and that's what you wanna do, then man, awesome, that's perfect for you. I think that's great because you're an anomaly, but most men, it's the reason why more Men don't want to get married. It's the reason why more men, more marriages fail than now than ever before. It's the reason why um, most men are unhappy. It's the reason why men kill themselves at a considerably higher rate. I think three times more than women is like our society is not built for men. It's not. It's 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 been set up for I, don't, I mean, I'm not saying that it was even done on purpose. Yeah. I don't think that women are the enemy. Yeah, I agree. You know I agree I mean? with that. that, and that's why. Um, if you notice, like, I'll go, I'll, you know, I work my day job, and then I'll show up here an hour before class. Yeah, you know, because I don't want to get sucked into that damn. Right. The longer I sit at the house after working all day long, you just it's like a damn. It's like a giant hand that just grabs you and just yep. like sucks you. And I'm like, I'm not going to be captured and, by that and damn nothing, hand that's going to make me. There's nothing wrong with spending time with your wife and kids. Don't right. get me wrong. No doubt. Yeah. yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not right. saying don't spend time with your wife and kids. Exactly. Because yeah. for me, that's something I need to spend more time right, doing yeah. is investing more in those. But here's the thing. Sitting in front of the television and watching. I can't do it. TV with your wife and kids or watching TV while your wife and kids go watch something else in the other room. That is not quality time with your wife and kids. You might as well be doing something else. Yep. Okay. There's, there's nothing quality about that. They don't give a shit if you're there or not because you're all both looking at a screen, yep. right? That's not quality time. Now, if you, you, you want to go outside and throw the ball around, you want to go somewhere and do something, yeah. that's quality time. But if, if sitting at home eating after dinner and you sit in front of a television and watch, once again, I don't know what TV, The Mandalorian, because we just talked about it. Like, like, <laughs> like you, I don't. That's, I don't, not, that's not quality yeah. time. That's not something that, that's not something that is, is beneficial to you. And, I don't know, man. Like, I think that a lot of guys are lost right now. I think that a lot of guys are depressed. I think a lot of guys are sad and they're just looking for something, man. And, you know, that's like one of my big, like, business, like, things that I market here at the gym. It's just like, it kind of gives you that tribe a little bit. And I haven't been as good about fostering that, especially with COVID and everything going on because it's harder to. But, um, and that's, that's sort of my issue with the whole COVID thing. Right. Like, it's not that I necessarily think that COVID is harmless because I don't I think people are dying from COVID. But I think that when you start isolating people and you start taking people and, and, and separating them from their tribe and making them stay at home, because everybody told us it was going to last a few weeks or a month. Here, we're a year in. It's oh, February. Shit. We we, oh, yeah. we are one year in here in, a, in two weeks. In two weeks, we're a year in. And, you know, it it's not go, it's not gone anywhere. And I don't think it's going anywhere. I don't think that. And so when you take people and you tell them like they have to stay home and you can't go to concerts and you can't go to church and you can't go to, which I mean, I think most people are back going to church now, at least here. Yeah. Um, but you can't, you can't go to the gym. You can't work out. You can't get exercise. You can't do all these things. And then you're wondering why, well, why is everybody so miserable? Why is everybody so sad? Exactly. Why is everybody yep. mad at Gina Carano? Why? Because they've got all this pent up anger and energy and depression and they're just, they're just venomous from, from this lack of connection, this lack of life that we were meant to have. 
You know what I mean? Like like go outside and walk up a freaking hill or something. You know what I mean? Like exactly. do something. No, do something. Go get connected. But stop sitting around just living this mundane crazy fucking life because it'll, that it'll we've do, been sold as normal. In. It'll suck you in. It will. Yeah. And it's it's insane to me that this has been sold as normal cuz here's the crazy thing, right? All right. We are conditioned. We pretty much believe whatever our parents tell us is normal. It's a fact. Yeah. Everybody's this way, right? The mo- the idea of what the modern man does on a day-to-day basis very recent. The idea of leaving your home to go to work at like a job and then coming home at the end of the day in the t- in, in, in terms of the span of humanity is an extremely recent transition. This is not something that's been around for very long. This is something that's, I mean, we're talking the last couple hundred years. Yeah. This didn't really get popularized to the late 1800s. We talked about this a little bit on the Mark Romano episode. Yeah. This didn't get popularized till the, the, the late 1800s. People people didn't leave and go. And if, if you lived, you either lived in an like on a farm or you owned a business that your family helped you run and you like were part of a community. But this idea that we were, you know, to go and work at a factory job or to go to work at doing something for another person and coming home after eight to 10 to 12 hour shift or whatever at the end of your day, that's, that's a pretty recent transition. That's not something that humans have done for very long. Right. And to wonder why, why are we having all these issues now? Why all of a sudden are people more violent? Why are we all of a sudden more depressed? After World War II, suicide rates weren't nearly as high as they were after the more recent wars. Why? I mean, I'm sure some guys did kill themselves. These guys clearly had PTSD. World War II was a a horrible war. Clearly, I mean, these these people lived through, and clearly there's something to be said for just stronger people who who withstood tougher times. But You know them when you meet them. Yeah, but you... You look at that and you're just like, why is it that people are just unable to? Because they're not killing themselves overseas; they're killing themselves when they get home. Yeah. These guys who have withstood the worst that the world right now can throw at them, like our modern world. When you go to the Middle East and you see your best friend blown up by an IED or you you know you shot or whatever, right? I mean, that's the worst pretty much thing that can happen in 2020, 21. That's like the worst part of the world right now. Okay. Then they come home to the best part of the world, one of the best parts of the world, and now they're miserable, right? Because yes, because of the PTSD. I think that plays a huge factor, of course, right? Mental health is is huge, but there's been direct links to like guys not killing themselves that get involved in something like jujitsu or get involved in something that is positive with with other guys that that helps hold them accountable and gives them a tribe and gives them something. But when you Take guys and you expect them to, I don't know, just go to work and 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 die, and then you wonder why. It's because you get stagnant. You get, yeah. I mean, you you work and then you come home and you just you're stale and then you you just absorb negativity. I guess. I mean, yeah. But when you're out doing things and you don't give you don't give your mind time to to absorb negativity, you're not stagnant. You're not stale and all that. It just yeah. creates like a shell. Yeah, I think. Like, you know, I think that's, that's, that's why I come in here. That's why I do. I come in here. I go to work. If I sit at the house too long, it's like you're saying, I'll, man, I'll sit there either watch TV and then I'll just be stuck to the yeah. damn couch. I'm not doing that bullshit. So I come in here and do jujitsu so I don't have to think about that shit. Right. You know, and, and it just creates like a hard shell. Yeah. 
And then I'm developing camaraderie with all these people. I'm having physical interaction with you guys. It's, I mean, it's, it's we're going to die of COVID, so don't get too used to it. Well, I'll wear my mask. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've ever worn a mask when we were doing jujitsu. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I think that, I, th- I just think it's important. And I think that it's important that we don't, that we, we don't forget who we are as men. Because right. I think we're living in a world now that not only has the modern culture taken a lot away from us, but we're also encouraged to not be men. We're encouraged to not be masculine. We're yeah. encouraged to be more feminine, be more like a woman, be more soft and understanding. It's being an alpha is bad. Being it's toxic. These yeah, be, being able to commit violence is bad. Being able to commit violence is not bad. No, okay, so. committing violence might be bad, yeah. but you should be able to commit violence. You should be capable of violence. Okay. Um, but we're just taught all this bullshit, man. We're taught this bullshit that that you know you know little boys should be able to wear dresses and that you know don't tr- don't don't train your boys up to be boys if they want to be girls it's okay like no boys learn to be boys by watching their dad that's why it's important to not be an asshole and not yeah. be toxic and to be masculine yeah. you, you're telling me masculinity is the problem in 2021 when like no 40% of 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 Households don't have the father living in it, or something. I don't know what the statistic is, but it's it's insanely high. Yeah, you look at like the number of school shooters, and like eighty percent of them are something crazy. Once again, not a statistic machine. I don't know what the statistic is, but it's a crazy high number that don't have a father in the home teaching them how to be masculine, how to be a man. Here's the thing: a man is somebody who like protects his family. A man is someone who provides for their family it's a man who goes you know goes and does what has to be done it's a person who handles business and takes care of business it's the guy who um learns how to you know make the money to give their family the life that they want it's the guy that doesn't look like a fat piece of shit and you know just 500 pounds and can't go to work or you know because there's his back's blown out because he's too fat or you know what i mean that's not that's not what a man is a man is a guy who takes care of himself who grooms himself who goes and 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 does what has to be done for his family it's a guy who steps up to the plate when everybody else backs down you're telling me men in 2021 are stepping up to the plate absolutely not absolutely not no sir they're backing away from the plate at a rate that's ungodly because we're taught and this is get this is one of the reasons why i don't believe in big government because we're taught from a young age to stop relying on the men in our lives and start relying on the government i think it's one of the reasons why i think it's done on purpose i think it's one of the reasons why it's a tactic yeah. the government has tried to get to, to vilify manhood yep it's the reason why we're taught uh to rely on the government hey you know what, guys? If somebody breaks in your house, don't shoot them. You got to call nine one one. Exactly. Rely on the cops to go get go, go over there and, and take care of it for you. Oh, if somebody diddles your kid, oh, don't go don't go cut his dick off yourself and burn him <laughs> house, burn him burn his house while he's inside of it. That's wrong. He should do five years in jail. The government's going to take care of it, bro. Don't worry. Don't worry. The government's going to take care of it. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. The, this dude just touched my kid. Yeah. But never mind the fucking trauma your kid's going to have forever. You're, yeah, you're yeah, telling yeah. I'm supposed to rely on the cops to take care of this? Exactly. Yeah. No. And then he's going to do five or six or eight less than 10 years? Nope. Not going to happen. Yeah. Dude sitting in jail for crack for 20 years. My, this dude's going to do five years for touching my kid. And as a man, I'm not supposed to take care of that. You're out of your freaking mind. Hell yeah. 
oh, well, you know what? If, if, if a man can't provide, don't worry, guys. The government will step in. We'll take care of everything. Oh, you know what? And here's the thing. There's some piece of shit dudes out there. There's some piece of shit dudes out there that don't take care of their family, that beat women, that molest kids or whatever. Yeah, those dudes should be murdered. Right? I don't think that necessarily walking on your family should be murdered for. But I, do, I don't think that, you, you know, that, but that's got to become okay now. Right? But I think that, I think that there's like a tactic to kind of get men out of the equation because if they if the government can replace the men, then we're powerless, right? The, yeah. the, the people are powerless. Strong men are what our culture needs. Strong men is what America needs. Strong men that are willing to stand up for what's right, that are willing to stand up and do the right thing, that are willing to have integrity, that are willing to, you know, uh, teach these young men how to be men. Teach these young men how to stand up for what's right. Teach these young men how to stand up for freedom. And teach these young men how to treat a woman. And teach these young men how to provide for a family. Teach these young men how to protect a family. Right? If if that's what we need, that's what our country needs more than anything else. Right, we don't exactly. need guys that are walking around with their you know fucking quaffed hair and you know like. <laughs> I mean, whatever, do you, I'm not saying that we should burn you at the stake, but I'm saying that what we need is a couple real men to step up exactly. and be men. And if we had more of that, a lot of the issues in this country would not be issues. Hell, they're exactly right. They wouldn't be there. They wouldn't be issues if we had more of that. I'm telling you right now, the problem is, is a lack of masculinity. It's a lack of leadership. It's a lack of men to look up to. And now we're coming into this age where like, they're trying to take away men to look up to like all of a sudden i don't know like they're trying to like take men that we should be looking up to and tear them down or whatever you know what i mean like it's it's just a weird time to be alive and and i i i think that strong men are important i think strong women are important too i think women need strong women to yeah, look oh up yeah. to i think yeah. that there's a place for but nobody's attacking mothers in the home no you know what i mean nobody's t- trying to take that that role away but people are trying to take that the role of fathers away yeah I don't know if it's because they view it as is more replaceable. I don't know what the issue, what the deal is, but I I do think that that role is under attack, and I think that it's up to men to step up, step their game up, and be the kind of guys that we need to be, so that we're not replaceable. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like because as as long as we keep letting the country go down the road that it's on, the world go down the road that it's on. Um, you know, we, we, we live in this matriarchal society where, you know, men don't stay in the home. A lot of times men, the only value is a paycheck, right? Yeah. Um, nobody's training young men how to be men. Nobody's, you know, I mean, and let's be honest, even when men are living in the home, they're off at work, they're doing stuff and they're not at home teaching their kids how to be men. No, they're not. You know what I mean? They're not at home teaching, teaching boys how to do the things that they need to know how to do. They're not at home. Uh, you know, teaching them how a trade, or teaching them how to treat a woman, or teaching them how to how to you know they're they're watching fucking TV like we talked about. Yeah, they're sitting in front of a damn television, vegging out, watching some bullshit on Disney Plus or on Netflix, or and playing a game. Playing a game, or they're not they're not spending quality time with their kids. And here's the thing, y'all, I'm guilty of this too, because when I get home, I get you know I get, like I've got young kids, and you know I want to I just want to like. Like I'm, I get super stressed out from my job, and you know the world kind of like it kind of piles on you as a guy, especially a guy when you are trying to step up to that plate, and you're trying to be successful, and you didn't come from, you know, money where 
a lot was given to you and so you're having to like step up and try to do better for your family and here's the thing um something that i feel like young men need to know is there is no replacement for hard work and time and effort there isn't one right so if you're going to be successful if and women if you want a successful man if you want a guy that's out there hustle like be ready to be married to a busy man you know, be ready to have a guy that's not home all the time that that is hustling. But at the same time, um, you know, as as a guy, and this is something and I'm preaching to myself here because when I do go home, I want to veg out. Yeah, like I want to turn the TV on or turn a, a game on, and I just want to like zombie out and not deal with anything. And you really shouldn't do that because now your kids are missing out. You know, and I'm like I said, I'm the world's worst about this, and I've been having to call myself out on it because my kids are missing out on. A father because if I'm at work all the time the best part of me is at work and then I come home and I want to look at a TV screen and I want to play a video game but that's the example I have to go by too. exactly so what are they going to do all they're seeing is what me look at a video game or look at a TV screen that's all that they're seeing they don't see me up here hustling my face off every day they don't see me up here grinding and killing myself so they can have a better life mm-hmm grinding and killing myself so that that we can be successful so that we can have money and we can have the things that they want and they can go to school and do these things they don't see that and that, i think that's another problem with our culture men boys don't see men be men right men are men at, away from home and so what do boys th- think life is what do boys want to do i'm gonna be like oh well i'm, I'm gonna want to play video games yeah i want to watch tv i want to watch youtube i don't i don't want to go work hard that sounds like a lot of hard work yeah you know what I mean? You know, it is. But I'll tell you this, young people, if you're listening to this and I, you know, be honest, there's probably not a lot of like under 18, under 21 people listening to this podcast. But yeah. if you are, understand there is no replacement for hard work. You will not be successful in anything without it. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care what your goal is or what you're trying to do. There is no replacement. You will never be successful without hard work. You're, I, in what, I don't care if you're trying to play video games for a living. You still got to work. It's going to be hard work. Yeah. You got to learn how to market yourself. You got to be consistent. You got to put out good content. You got to learn how to put out better content. Most of the people that make a lot of money on YouTube and stuff, a lot of of kids want to be YouTubers, right? Mm -hmm. Dude, because I've had to do some of this research myself into like YouTube algorithms and stuff, and I see how these famous YouTubers work it. These dudes are studied up on these YouTube algorithms. These people, it's not on accident that they're famous on YouTube. It's not an accident. Really? They are, they're not just putting out content. They are extremely well studied, not only in the psychology of the people that are watching their videos, but also in the algorithm that you, of YouTube and like what makes YouTube push content. These are very well educated people that worked extremely hard. They're not just putting out a, a video a week. And, and I mean, if nothing else, just the process, and Mo will tell you, it's just the process of being able to edit these videos and stuff yeah. is impressive for them to get it done in a week. Right, Mo? I mean, it's, it's a lot, right? So... There's no replacement for hard work. There's no replacement for hustling and all that. But as a dad, what's tough about 2021 is now you have to like, you have to be on 24 seven almost. That's the pressure. That's the pressure because you're, you're a man away from home. And then when you come home, you're exhausted. If if you have a job, like a real man job, when you come home, you're dead. Oh, it's depleting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's stressful and nothing, nothing makes you more tired than stress. Hard labor does not make you as tired as stress does to me. I don't get as tired 
doing hard labor. If I do hard labor versus a day of constant stress, I'm way more tired after a day of constant stress. A lot of men do both. They go to a stressful job that they work hard at. Man, I, you know what I mean? That, and then at the end of the day, dude I, dude, I have to like, a lot of times at the end of my day after classes are over, and I'm, you've probably seen me, I have to come back here and close my door and just be my, by myself just to decompress for a couple minutes because I'm so stressed out and my day was so hectic. I mean, because there's some days, at least two days out of the week, I get here at 5.30 a.m., I leave at like 9.30, 10 p.m. Yeah. And my day was so stressful and so hectic. And a lot of times from in that time, I don't quit working the whole time. Like, it's only two days a week. And then the other days, you know, I'm 9, 10 o'clock, and then I'm working, you know, 12 hours or whatever. Um, but that whole time I'm working. I'm not sitting back here chilling. Like, I'm back here, like, working on my computer or writing curriculum or whatever. But... Then you go home and you're exhausted and you're depleted and you're you're dead. You're, you just want to shut your brain off. And then you're setting that example for your kids, you know, and then you're just a fat piece of shit because you, everything that you had went into that job and you, it's like you have nothing left for anybody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that, and this that's something that I, I have to learn how to change in myself is I have to like, I have to give my kids more. Yeah. And at the same time, be able to provide them with a life that and, and and a life that I can be proud of. They can be proud of, but it's tough, man. It's tough for for guys, and nobody talks about this. No. Nobody talks about this shit. Everybody, you know, I, it's not that I, I'm discrediting the struggles of women because women clearly have very. I couldn't be a, a stay at home mom. I couldn't do it. Shit, no. I'd drown my kids. You know what I mean? I'd be one of those moms that just snap and go crazy. You know what I mean? Like I'm dunk and I just dunk my kids in the bathtub. I wouldn't really, but. <laughs> Yeah. Like for real, I could like I see how that happens. Like before I had kids, I didn't get it. Like I was like, how could you do that? Like I, I see how you can do it. You shouldn't, but I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awful, but I do get it. Okay, but then you get into like, like, like at least women's problems. Like they do somewhat get addressed. Yeah. But for the most part, when's the last time you hear people talk about this for men? And then what children are lacking because their fathers at work. You know what I mean? Like, yep. and and they're not getting from their father. And then how's that affecting them? My kids included. My clip, my kids especially included because I work a lot. Yeah, I work more than I think a lot of guys do. So, yeah. you know. Anyway, that's all I got, guys. You have anything you want to add before we call it? Not me. All right, guys. Well, <laughs> hey, look. If you got some value out of this episode, I want you to do me a favor. Leave us a review on leave iTunes or whatever you're listening on. I know some some platforms don't allow you to leave a review, but leave us a review five stars. Um, if you got some value out of this, share this podcast to your social media. Um, share it to, you know, send it to somebody that you think needs to hear it, invite people. Also, you can join the Man Up group. It is a private group. It's on Facebook. Um, it's grown a lot, man. We're at almost, so I think we're a little under 900 members so far. So um, go get in that group. There's a lot of good stuff in there. There's a lot of funny content, but there's also a lot of serious content, motivational content, things like that. Um, go join the Man Up group. Go leave us a review so more people can find us. And I will see y'all on the next episode. Peace. Man Up. Brought to you by Relentless MMA and Fitness.